You ready? All righty, everyone. Okay, welcome to Tool Time with Jeff. I see you all got your toolboxes today, right? Everybody? All right, if you're welcome online, if you're watching online, we're going to be talking about tools, materials, and safety. All right, safety thought. Got it? Safety thought. All right, no, wait, don't leave yet. <laughs> we're, actually, <laughs> we're actually talking about prayer tools today. And uh, so, a little background. Um, I got to share this, uh, why the topic? So a couple weeks back, probably about a month ago, I had talked, uh, Tuesday at the table is my first one, and I told Pastor, I was like, that was like my best message. <laughs> and I thought, he might ask me again, so I started praying, just to be ready. And I, I told him, it was like, probably a couple weeks ago, uh, I, uh, I was praying and just got uh, prayer tools. It was an old topic I had, so I dusted that off, and I'd been working on it, and and then uh, I was talking to him on the phone on Friday, and he mentioned prayer tools. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, there it is. And I almost said something like, but I thought, no, I don't. So I waited Saturday, Sunday, nothing. And I was coming to a prayer meeting. I'm like, I wonder if he's going to tell me. So sure enough, last night, he's like, hey, can you fill in tomorrow? <laughs> I'm ready. So was mostly ready. I had, to, I had to scramble last night. I got home last night and like, I'm on, I gotta go. So I was getting my tool. I didn't have my tools ready. So, but got my tools ready. All right. We are going to talk about prayer tools uh, tonight. And there, there are so many tools and I'm not really going to have time to get to all of them. So I tried to pick out some, some, some of the best ones. And as I prayed over these, and, and I was praying for those listening and, and for those online, it's so good to have, we have so many people online. And, 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 and it was a lot, as I was praying, and I want you all to listen to this, I felt like, in fact, there's going to be a couple times when you're going to hear this prayer didn't get answered until this tool got used. You're going to hear a couple of that. And as I was praying over this message and praying over those who would be listening, I really felt the thought that uh, for many people that are listening, God has one or two that he wants you to, to work on and, and kind of bump up. You already, know, you already know these, but be ready, be cognizant tonight of, okay, what are the ones that he's trying to talk to me that I, that I kind of need to work on? And some of these are ones you may not really want to work on. <laughs> I tell you, I've had that. So let's do this. Let, let's pray. And I want you praying right now just for yourself. What is it? What do I need? What's, what's the tool that I need to add to my toolbox that I need to increase? And just do that on your own. And, and I'll pray right now too. Heavenly Father, hmm. Lord Jesus, I, just, I, I pray over everybody watching and, and, and everybody listening that 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 effective tool will come out, will come to mind, and, and Lord, help me to deliver it, to deliver this message. I just want to stay right here for just a minute.
Jesus, yes. Yes. There's, I feel like we're applying one of the tools right now. To stay focused on him. Amen. feel as that as you as you focus on him he's helping helping to prepare you to hear better mm, we thank you for that thank you lord thank you lord that was really interesting as like that was one of my tools being demonstrated and i felt like for some of you whether you're online or whether you're here sometimes it helps to just get quiet and listen and i didn't go longer normally if it wasn't live <laughs> maybe go a little longer there is such value in that. We're going to come back to that one. That's, it, that's interesting. He had us <laughs> do that because it kind of gets you, okay, I'm a little, I focus on him, I get quiet. He gets our spirit ready, perhaps, to what he has. So that, that was cool. Um, all right, prayer tools. I've got a number of these. We're going to go through, through each of these. And for each of these tools, I, I had a little, little visual to, uh, to tie with each of these tools. Since I got a lot of them, we're going to jump right in. And we're not going to go in depth because some of these you already know. All right, but we're just going to go through these. We're going to start really simple. All right, the first one is a C-clamp. This one represents praying in agreement. All right, C-clamp binds two boards together. All right, and this verse comes out of Matthew 18, 19. Again, truly, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything that you ask for, it will be done for you, for them by, by my Father in heaven, praying in agreement. We've heard this one before, right? And this is powerful. This is basically saying, hey, Hey, pray with me. Hey, agree with me. You ever hear that phrase? You know, when we have altar calls, sometimes come up if you've got something. It doesn't have to be the topic that night. It's just your, 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 your hey, pray in agreement, okay? Now, do this at home with your family, all right? At, at home with your families, this is so important. And, and Pam and I have been really encouraging our families to do this with your family members, all right? Be able to anytime grab the hand and don't wait for the right moment. We can be anywhere. We'll get a text word the store. Hey, so and so, you know, she can start to say, you know, I'll start to say something and she just holds that hand out like, yes, <laughs> we know. Make that such a daily routine. Okay. And, and for most people it is. But there are, I, I do want to encourage, and for some of you out there, and I know probably the person listening, I think there's a lot of couples sometimes where one person really wants to, but you have a hard time maybe asking the other person. And, and, and I want to speak to that group right there. It, it's tough, but here's what you need to do. You've got to break the ice. You've got to be able to say, "Hun, can you grab my hand? We need to pray over, over this. Okay, and a couple things that, that can help. One, perhaps pick a topic that's close to that other person, like they have a family member, use that. Say, hey, let's pray. Grab your hand and let's pray over that situation. Another thing, take this verse to them and say, you know, hey, our kids, you know, we need to be praying over them. But there's a verse that says pray in agreement. Well, you're my spouse, so I kind of need you. You know, sometimes if they see the word and they see your heart. So I want to encourage that, whoever that is, that might have been your topic. Like, mm, you mean I have to ask my spouse and family member to pray? do this. This is so vital. That might have been your nugget, okay, tonight was that one right there. Get to praying in agreement. All right, next one. Next one is a hammer. 
All right, does everybody know what a hammer is used for? All right, it's for bending metal, for straightening out metal, for knocking things apart, right? You know, occasionally maybe a nail, all right, a little bit of nailing, all right? But one thing is in common, it makes noise. This one is called getting loud, and it's called crying out, all right? I have a book here. This book was so cool. Uh, Bill Gaithard wrote this book, and, and I just want to read... I just want to read this one testimony out of here. Chapter 1, right at the beginning. After knowing the Lord Jesus Christ and teaching and studying his words for many years, it was only recently that I made what was for me a life-changing discovery. I saw that the Bible makes a distinction. Listen to this. The Bible makes a distinction between prayer and crying out to God. And it's so good. He does, he does go through that. What I have noticed since that time is that he will arrange or allow circumstances to arise that seem to have no solution and then do nothing to remove the problem until I cry out and not one second sooner. This book, it's a short little book. I'm going to leave it up. If you, want, if you think I want a book, come, come up here. Um, and then he goes through the scripture. There's a page here. Look at that tab where he goes into the Hebrew. And, and, and talks about the difference, okay? There's, there's verses, uh, Psalms 34, 17, the righteous cry out. All of Psalms 107, just, just to give some examples. Um, so on your own, you know, be seeking, you know, reading that if you want to, but it's a simple concept. Um, this book here by John Maxwell, Pray Out Loud. Probably the simplest way to teach you to focus is to pray out loud. It actually makes it difficult for your mind to wander, <laughs> And, 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 and how true, that's, a, that's another good reason. But hear those words. This is somebody who said, there are some prayers that didn't happen until I cried out. And, and this may be another one. Somebody out there like, well, I'm just not a crier out. Well, you might need to make some, you got an issue, you might need to make some noise. Okay, in fact, in fact you need this, okay? You just seriously make some noise. Quit, you know, quit holding back. Get, your air, get some air in those lungs and pray out loud. Let me, let me add to the first group that you had to pray together. Yeah, and not only should you pray together. <laughs> if you go through your house, pray out loud. Pray fervently. Pray in agreement. Wow, you've got two tools. If you have a family, man, anybody in here have a family? You need two tools. <laughs> Pray together, cry out, all right? Those are, those are two tools. All right, um, let's go the next one. Okay, so, so <laughs> get this. This one was get loud, all right? Next one is get quiet. These are earplugs. This topic is listening and waiting on God. Waiting and listening. Let me tell you, this, this, this crying out, this is so important. All right. And then I've learned that this one is so important. It took me a long time to realize this one. Um, just, just for some verses, uh, Isaiah 40, 31, we all know that one. They that wait upon the Lord. Okay, that's a powerful one. Psalms uh, 16, 8, I will keep the Lord in my mind always. Uh, others may say I've set the Lord before me, but but. 
I loved what this verse said. I keep the Lord in my mind. This is not just waiting. You're, there's listening, but there's a, there's a waiting, and there's, there's focusing on God. All right, partners in prayer. Get back to this one. This was, this was John Maxwell, and he made a statement in here that was so powerful. He is really big on get with the Lord and get quiet. And he says this, he makes this statement. Overall, I try to spend about 20% of my time talking, 80% of my time listening. Okay, this was powerful. I, I want to give my own little, little testimony. One, some of you heard it. I know Pam's heard it. <laughs> okay, where I started learning this concept. Um, I remember coming home from work, and I was going to pray for my kids. And this was even before I met Pam. But I was going to come home, and I was about an hour. I knew I was going to. I wanted to go out. I wanted to pray. I had topics to pray for. Man, rush home from work. All right, try to eat something. Go in the living room. All right, I'm going to pray. All right, you know, ready, pray. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so trying to pray. And, and I just, it just wasn't working. Have you ever, you ever had times when you know you want to pray, and you're just trying to, you know, it really wasn't working. It was interesting. I thought, I think I need to try this. And I pulled up a rocking chair, and, and, and I just sat out. And I just focused on God. I just thought of him, him and I, hanging out. And after a few minutes, it was like, oh, I felt this connection. <laughs> All right, there's the connection. And then a little fellowship time, and then, hey, let's pray for that thing. All right, let's pray for that. Hey, let's pray for that. It was, this was years ago, and I was like, Wow. We, we have unsettled minds. <laughs> We're like the toddler that got home from school and is wiggling, you know, he's got, well, let's take the backpack off. Let's, let's get you calmed down. When, when I started tonight, it was so interesting. He said, sit and wait. Okay, think about the Lord. In that time, this is time with God. When you just meditate on God, that is time with God. You know, I can think about a friend or I can go spend time with him. Believe it or not, this is going, this is the equivalent of going to a friend's house. There's a difference between just kind of thinking about God and getting, you, getting in this deep kind of waiting on him. And I, and I suggest, you know, maybe get some worship music on and then just focus on him. And then there's some days I'll even shut the worship music off. Because I want to so focus and I sit and just meditate. And this is such a powerful, powerful thing. I really got it. You've got to add. Got to add, get loud, because that's so important. And then this one is so important. Adding stillness, adding waiting, adding intimacy. And I know some people, this one might be a tough one for you, for those of you who are a little afraid of what God might say. He's disappointed with you, right? No, <laughs> I cannot stress this enough, especially if you're worried about what he would say. He's probably anxious to just tell you that he loves you. You finally get quiet enough. It's a, it's a tough thing for some people to get quiet and get intimate with God and just la allow him to speak. I so urge you, if that's you, you need to go get the grace message, the identity message, and not be afraid to sit quietly and let God talk to you. He's going to tell you, he's going to tell you wonderful things. Do that. Um, other things that are good about this 
it builds a relationship with, with God. You know, prayer is important, but, you know, I had a kid go off to college, and she would call me when she needed things. One day she was like, I answered the phone, I'm like, oh, hey, Gloria, oh, it is so good. I'm so glad you called. And I chatted, and she's like, yeah. <laughs> and then kind of by the end of this, she just goes, okay, bye. And she hangs up because I'm like, I kind of put her on the spot. I'm just so glad you just called me. Yeah. A few days later, it was like, oh, dad. Then she had the question. <laughs> Needless to say, build a relationship with God. Not just, hey, I got something. I got to pray. Got something. If every prayer is, I got something. Take time. You know, to build that relationship with God. In fact, as I, was, as I was putting this together, a thought came to me. I had an old word given to me by somebody. This is back in 2006. And, and this, this one came to me. I, I would spend so much time just with the Lord. And one day, uh, somebody at church came up and gave me this. Like, this is a word from the Lord. And there was so much good. But I'm just going to read the last paragraph. I see you in the times you spend with me. And I see the commitments you have towards me. I will bless you openly because you have sought me in private. That was powerful. You know, really, build that relationship with him. Some want to hear from God. Hey, I just don't hear his voice. Get quiet. Get some longevity of quietness. Get some time in with the Lord in quietness. Build that. Build that, okay? It increases your sensitivity. Here's another thing I want to add about this. Um, recently, I was realizing, man, I spent a great deal, like three days in a row of just absolute quiet stillness, so deep focusing on God. And then the next day, I did that again. And then the next day, it was three days in a row. And that time, I felt nothing. I felt nothing. Usually, with that kind of deep time with the Lord, I start to get something. I start to feel something back. And I thought about it days later, I was like, man, I spent that all that time. And then something hit me. All those times when I was spending time with him, and then maybe I felt something, was the same the days I was spending time with him and didn't feel something. On his end, he felt the same. You know? And it was so good to wait to realize, wait a second, what I'm doing is I'm investing my relationship with him. And he may have been allowing that time when I'm like, Hey, where are you at? He's like, I now realize even if I feel the days I feel that deepness with him or I don't, that time is valuable. Get quiet and get, get with him and allow him, allow him to speak. Um, also, and I found this and I tell my kids, I used to pray like this. I mean, like, hey, we're going to pray. Open us in prayer. Oh, yeah. Okay, Heavenly Father, I pray that you would help us all just learn a lot today and keep us all focused and just keep us all safe tonight. All right, amen. That was praying over the prayer meeting. I realize now, all right, pray for prayer. All right, open us up. Okay. Okay, God, help us tonight. <laughs> this little switch, start with listening. I've been teaching my kids, you know, they, let's pray. They're blurting. Do you understand? When I was, I was realized when I was blurting, I was like I was just sending prayers. And I realized, he said, wait a second, listen, and make it, this is a two-way. He might lead me a little bit. He might help me pray better for whatever it is somebody says to pray over. So I really encourage you, add, 
add that tool. Okay, so there was that tool. So those of you who are afraid to get intimate with God, that was your message tonight. Okay, trust him, know that he loves you, and then get quiet. All right. All right, number four. All right, guess number four, somebody. It's not using the tool. It is not using the tool. Fasting. <laughs> fasting. Let me tell you, God has dealt with me. Here's a good book on fasting. All right? I'll leave it up here if you want to look. Um, we're not going to spend too much time. I will say it's rather interesting that God, you know, Jesus said, this kind does not come out except by fasting and prayer. And it's like, you mean that there are prayers that do not come only by fasting? Yes. I want to give you my personal example. I hated fasting, <laughs> okay? It was dreadful to me. There was a time in my life where I had a major critical issue in my life that affected me greatly. And I am a prayer warrior, and I was going to pray, and I was praying and praying, and I felt that little voice saying, fast. Now, I'll just pray more. I was like, I don't like to fast. And I didn't obey what he told me, which, by the way, is a later topic we're going to get back to. He said something. And I didn't take it very seriously because it sounded like a whisper. And I realized later, sometimes the whispers, because I'm so far away, and God is saying, you need to fast. And it comes down, fast. You know, in my end, I'm like, oh, I probably need to fast. You know, I didn't. And it cost me. It cost me greatly. And I said, okay, obedience is one thing. And fasting, okay, get the book. I started reading and I have learned there's so much to fasting. It is so powerful, and I just want to encourage you. If you're like me, that was your topic. I do not like to fast. Do it. Oh, my gosh. It is powerful. And I'm one. I know there's different. You know, Pam did a Daniel fast, and that was so powerful for her. Um, they don't work so much for me because they say, well, you can only eat these foods. Okay, I'm going to buy so much of that food. I overeat and gain weight. I'm like, Daniel fast doesn't work for me so well. Find what works, you know. I know some people say fasting TV, um, hey, it's always good. <laughs> you can fast that permanently. That's always a good thing. Um, you know, kind of find what works. But I really want to encourage more in, in, in food. And for me, really, to just say, I will cut it out. Water only, a fast for a full day, maybe two, maybe three. Those are the ones that are powerful. Once a week, if you got kids, <laughs> I did this once a week, and I would attack one area in my kid's life that week. And then the next week, I would fast, and then I would get specific on one area, fasting. So everybody, quick, fast. All right, that was number four. Number five. This one's going to take a little time. Praying in tongues. Praying in the Spirit. Um, before we get into this one, we're going to need, we're gonna need a little, little, little talking here before we even pull out the tool on this one. Um, speaking in tongues, praying in tongues, unfortunately, can be a challenging topic. It can be a confusing topic. There can be a little division. We can have hurt feelings or, or frustrations. All that can happen, you know, with this topic. So, if we're going to get into this tool, we're going to need a little safety talk, all right? So, everybody, get ready for this, 
Speaking of tongue safety talk, all right, everybody knows, everybody knows how to use an impact wrench, right? And you know that there's two kinds of, I got two not like, you know, an impact wrench, there's two kinds. There's the power one and there's the mnemonic one, right? They're two different tools and you want to use them differently, otherwise somebody's going to get hurt. How many's ever tried to plug in a pneumatic tool into an outlet? Anybody think of it? Not a good idea, right? Two different tools, two different rules, okay? Speaking in tongues, there's two different kinds of speaking in tongues. Anybody want to guess the two? Primarily, there's a third, but we don't have time for it. <laughs> Primarily two. Anybody want to guess one of them? Mm, close. I said one of them. Praying in tongues. All right, praying in tongues. The other primary one is the gift of tongues. It's one of the nine gifts to be used in conjunction with the gift of interpretation. All right, that's how it needs to be used. There are two versions, okay? All right, so now you're going to ask the question, how do you identify the two? Based on context, all right? Based on context, you're going to ask one simple question. Everybody say this with me. Who's the audience? Oh, not with <laughs> Say it again. Who's the audience? That is your question, all right? We're going to have a quiz here, okay? Multiple choice quiz, there are four answers. God, angels, demons, others, okay? So we're going to identify the context, okay? So, prayer, who's the audience? Yeah, it's God. Yeah, this was a good one. We're starting off easy. <laughs> I can tell you. All right, God, in that context, which one? Which one would I use? I would use the prayer language. God is the audience. All right. Instruction. Or let's say, let's say edification. Who's the audience? Is it, is it others? Yes, us. Other people. When other people are the audience, the context is edification or instruction. In that case, you might use the gift of tongues, but it needs to be followed with interpretation because the audience is other people, okay? All right, Thanksgiving, who's the audience? God, praise and thanksgiving, okay? When you read 1 Corinthians 14 and you get to this, hey, somebody's giving thanks, you're talking to God, all right? All right, edification, again, other people. All right, so those are your two versions you have the gift of tongues and you have the prayer language, all right? And these are two, and they have separate rules, all right? If you try to plug that pneumatic into an outlet, someone gets hurt. When you try to apply the rules for gift of tongues to the prayer language, people get hurt, <laughs> people get frustrated, all right? Let's go over, uh, let me give you some examples. Well, speaking in tongues isn't for everybody, only for those that the Holy Spirit gives to, all right? Let's see. There's two versions. Which one are we talking about there? Yes, the gift of tongues. <laughs> the gift of tongues. But when people come up to you, you know, when people talk to you, and you're like, like, hey, let's get some people praying. Well, the only one, you know, only the ones. Wait, you're you're taking the wrong pool rule. You either got the wrong rule or the wrong tool here. Okay, somebody's gonna get hurt. <laughs> okay, how about the you know the rule that says two or three and one at a time. 
Well, let's see. Yeah, when you're talking to other people, that would be the gift of tongues. Okay, don't use that tool when it's the prayer language. All right? How about the big one? There must be an interpretation. Does that apply to one or both? All right? One, and it's the gift of tongues. All right? Not the prayer language. And this is a difficult one. And I have a bunch of scripture. I have an hour-long video. I don't know if you watched it, Pastor. I have an hour-long video just addressing the confusion there. All right, between the two. All right, the gift, when the context is other people, needs an interpretation. Because that context needs it. All right? Prayer language, quiz, who's the audience? God is the audience of a prayer language, and he does not need any kind of interpretation, okay? And some of these are guidelines, all right? But uh, the best way, the best thing to remember is this phrase, where I'll repeat this after me, the prayer language does not require an interpretation. All right, safety talk is over, all right? This is the end of our of our briefing, okay? Remember, uh, let me summarize it, okay? There's two versions, okay? The gift and the prayer language, okay? They have different rules, okay? To know which one is, when you're reading in Scripture, and you're reading that, and it's confusing, and he doesn't always tell you, Paul doesn't always tell you, and you're like, mm, you kind of have to give it, you know? He says, hey, in the church, when I'm, when I'm in the church, I would rather speak intelligent words to instruct others than 10,000 words in a tongue. Ah, he's talking about instruction. The context is like what I'm doing here. Oh, that makes sense. You know, you go to another place and all the church came together and they're all praying in tongues. All of them? Yeah, they all were. Who's the audience? God, prayer language. Really clears up a lot. And that phrase, the prayer language does not require an interpretation. Keep that in mind. And you know, when you come across people as they're praying, just Use that phrase, the prayer language. Put it on your mirror. The prayer language does not require an interpretation. All right? Uh, a last thing I want to clear up. I haven't even gotten to the tools yet. We haven't even, this tool is awesome. We haven't even gotten to it yet. We're just <laughs> laying some groundwork. By the way, on November 8th, um, we'll be having a, a next step class and cover this further in more detail. 28th. Good, thank you. He's got that look. I, thank you. I need help. November 20th, last, last November of the month. Uh, next Steps class before church, uh, out here in, in, in the room out here. So come to that. We can get further into detail. The last thing I want to clear up just a little bit before we get into, something I think that's going to really help a lot of people, um, some, some misunderstandings with tongues. Um, one is just the concept that receiving a prayer language can be very difficult for most people. In fact, most people, I've been doing this for years, <laughs> most people have a hard time who want to, but have a hard time receiving it and, and, and operating in that. You know, uh, Pam and I were just talking with, with, with some friends of ours recently. You know, one of them really received it quick and the other didn't, and we were really talking about it. But it was such a good dialogue. We want to create, and one thing I mentioned is in this church, we want to create a culture where we openly agree, everybody understands, yeah, it doesn't always flow, Okay, that's okay. And then you can start talking to other people. Hey, what helped you? I'm having a little trouble. Can you help me? Pray for me. 
you know, Satan likes to isolate us and feel like, well, I'm just the one or something's wrong with me. Trust me, that is not the case. In fact, that is such an important one. I'm going to get back to it at the end. But I wanted to lay that out first because some people could get really frustrated if I go on and on about, you need to use your prayer language. And you're like, I'm trying. <laughs> okay, that can be frustrating. So just hang with me if that's you. All right. If you're not using a prayer language, it might be because you, you, you can't or but. It might be you're not interested. Okay, I'm going to try to get you interested. That's what this is all about. All right, so we've got some tools here. Let's see here. I need two tools for this one. All right, screwdriver and a level, okay? All right, so we're going to attach things together with a screwdriver, all right? Now, you can use a, you can use a knife, like a butter knife. Anybody use a butter knife before? It is effective, but this is a little more effective. We're talking about effectiveness here, all right? You can level a picture with, uh, with one of the, you know, yourself. This one's more accurate, okay? We got some accuracy going on here, okay? And in fact, you know what? These tools don't, don't, don't really cut it. You know what? We really need something like this, okay? We got a job to get done. Have you ever gone to a furniture store and you look, oh, it looks great, let's get that home. And he comes home in the box and you're like, okay, get started. Anybody in there? You're gonna want something that's gonna get the job done here, okay? That, you want some power and effectiveness and then, although the level is nice, you know what's even better is a laser level. Anybody got one of these? Oh my gosh, when, we, when Pam and I got this, we had to put up shelves, okay? So we had shelves that were gonna go along here and then around the corner, and then we were gonna line up all of our uh, brackets, and wow, you know what this did? This gave you a line all around the corner, it lined it up, and you had a, 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 a precision point right there. It, it makes, if you're not familiar with one of these, um, I wonder if I should turn it on. It just, it just shoots a laser with a cross, you know, crosshairs, all right, on the wall. And you see a crosshair, and it says right here. That's praying in tongues. You're going to get right to the need. Now, you can say, um, God, keep... People keep my kids safe. All right. Um, I was going to get into. I was going to get into some scripture. Let me go right into some testimonies. Let me give you some examples. Um, back, uh, I had a. After my, my first marriage had ended, and we were divorced, um, and then soon after that, my my ex-wife had taken my kids to Disney World. So so I'm at the house, and I'm just praying. They're off at Disney World. All of a sudden, I get an urge, I needed to pray. And, and the only thing that came to mind was my kid's safety. What could I do in English? Well, keep them safe. You know, keep them safe. Don't let anything bad happen. You know, I, 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 can, I, I can come up with a little bit here, but, you know, I'm, I'm, dealing, I'm dealing with a butter knife here, you know. <laughs> All right? And just kind of shooting prayers around. As it turned out, I started praying intensely in tongues. God says, pray tensely. And I had this intensity in my prayer. And I'm praying, and I'm praying, and I'm praying. And I keep it up, and I'm fighting. And I know I'm fighting for, for, for I don't know who. All I got was kids fighting, fighting, fighting in prayer in tongues. And then I felt a release. And I'm like, And I grabbed that phone. <laughs> and I called, called my ex-wife, and I said, hey. I left a message. It didn't, it went to voicemail. Now I know why it went to voicemail later. They were running around 
And I left a voicemail and said, hey, I just had a burden for praying for the kid's safety. Just make, keep an eye on him. <laughs> my son, my oldest son, David, got lost. He was separated from the group. They couldn't find him. And, and, and you know the criticality of a, of a child. I saved his life. Okay. Through my prayer language. And, and praying is keep him safe. Praying in tongues says, have him stay right here. Get David right here. Make him stay. Don't let him go over there. Get that worker walking over here. Okay, now tell him to go to that worker. Okay, that's precision. Okay, for those of you who don't know whether you want a prayer language, well, if anybody has a family, you might want a prayer language. Okay, just saying. All right, let me give you another, another example. Um, one day I'm praying, and once again, this hits me. You need to pray right now. And, and I had just became a team leader on a, on a new job. But m- months later into it, Holy Spirit speaks to me and says, you're being mentioned in meetings, and you need to pray. Like, oh, and I start praying in tongues. And it was intense. And I'm praying. And at one point, I'm like, I even asked God, like, what am I praying about? He said, just pray. <laughs> okay. It was intense. It went on for a while, and finally there was a release. I'm like, okay. Later I go to work, and I get called into my boss's office, and he says, unfortunately, me and my whole team were being laid off. And I'm like, wow. And we had like a few weeks left on the job. And I'm like, this is a testimony i got to say for another day. It was so amazing. Let me just say that. Who knows which one I'm talking about. It was amazing how he worked this one. Praying in tongues was lining it up. Months from now, there was going to be called a guy named Ben. He was going to have a job in connection with other things, and it was eventually going to get me to this person had a job. It was like he had it all lined out, praying in tongues. So anybody that has a job, you might want to use your prayer language, have a prayer language and use that, okay? We might start covering eventually everybody, all right? If you're hesitant on this one, this might be your topic. Here's a, good, here's a good reason. Okay, let me give you another one. This happened Saturday. All right, I have a, we have a tree in our backyard. It's, it's probably about 80 feet high, and it died recently. And I always been watching this thing like, I'm going to have to cut this thing down. And I measured it recently. There's a, there's a real big Y split at the very top, and I thought, I could climb that high. I'm, I have rock climbing gear, and I've done a little bit, but this was a, quite a bit. And I'd been thinking about it a lot, and finally I think I figured out my strategy, and I've watched some YouTubes, and Saturday I told Pam, like, all right, I'm going to do it. I get home. One thing I've learned whenever I'm doing something, whether it's rock climbing, biking, pray in tongues before. And in praying in tongues, sometimes I'll get that, okay, you need to pray a little extra, okay? And if we don't, we pray, we clear, we go. I, I've learned that in, rock, in, in our rock climbing that I do. This morning I'm praying. I'm praying in tongues over this safety. And I just kept praying. For, and, it, and it went on for quite a while. So what I learned, and I'm going to get back to this. Okay, here was a verse, 1 Corinthians 14, 4 through 15. It says that I will pray with my spirit, but I will also pray with my mind. Okay, what I've seen is if I pray in my spirit, my mind doesn't get engaged. But I've learned, I learned this early on many years ago. If I focus on, I had a Bible study. And I'm, oh, I started going down people, praying for people. And I hit one, and it was like, mm, my prayer language really changed. 
and then found out that person was really dealing with something. I've learned if I, if I focus my mind on something and then pray in my prayer language, I can tell if that needs more prayer. Well, I'm praying over the, prayer, the tree in general and just praying for a while. And then I finally thought, well, wait, I can get even more specific. So I started going over, okay, my setup. All right, have I got the gear right? I start praying in tongues. Peace. <laughs> okay, the climb. I got to get 60 feet in the air. I pray over my climb. Peace. All right, that first cut, boom, prayer language starts it. Holy Spirit starts in. And I'm like, wow, I'm praying hard over this. Okay, and I pray and I keep praying. And then towards the end, I kind of get this, okay, you need to research a little bit. And it's like, all right, good. And I, so I quit and I went and told Pam, I said, we're canceling for Saturday. And I went and researched and I was like, oh, that's, that's a safer way to do that. And, and, I, and I think that's the way, and I'm going to pray more Thursday. Precision. Did you get, get what Precision, okay? These are, these are powerful. Um, that's why this prayer language is, is partly is why this is so powerful. A couple other verses I'll throw out now. Romans 8, 26. You probably have heard this one. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for. All right? Spirit himself intercedes with, with groans that words cannot express. D- depends, different versions say it differently, but the Holy Spirit will help you pray, praying in tongues. That allows him, okay? And some may ask, what is praying in tongues? What it is, you're, you are the one praying, okay? You're the one praying. Holy Spirit is just giving you the words, kind of like a teleprompter, okay? If I were to describe it to those who have never done it, um, you know how when kids we kind of act like you're talking Japanese or Spanish or something? And, but you kind of have to, if you've ever done that when you were a kid, but you kind of had to try to make up your words. It's kind of like that, only it's a little easier where you're starting to hear. Here's the key. The Holy Spirit will give you the words, but you've got to say it, which gets back to when I said sometimes it's difficult. Most people have a difficulty because it's a coordinated effort here. He will not make you pray in tongues, but he can prompt you. And it's kind of like hearing from the Lord about a word from the Lord. Hey, I got a word from the Lord. Mm, I, was I right? Was I wrong? It's, it's the same practice so in a sense but praying in tongues then is the holy spirit praying through you and first corinthians 14 14 says i love this right off the bat he says if i pray in a tongue my spirit prays my spirit prays every day because i pray in tongues now i want to encourage you your spirit needs to pray you know if you haven't today, pray, let your spirit pray. I mean, I, that, that verse hit me one day. I'd read that so many times and because it says, if I pray in a spirit, but my mind is not full. Wait a minute, the first half of that sentence, if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays. All right? Um, 1 Corinthians 14, 1 through 5 just has a lot in it. I mean, it has, you know, you're speaking to God, you're uttering mysteries, you build yourself up, okay? Powerful verses, so, that, you know, those are, those are some powerful verses to encourage you. Uh, foundation on <laughs> you should pray. We could go on on that topic, okay? But this is powerful. This one is strong. What I want to do now is I want to get back to encourage the many people who, um, who, ha- who are interested but haven't received it. Some of you are really interested and you haven't received it yet. Uh, maybe you've received it, but it was only a little bit, okay? Trust me, I, 
when I ask people, I sometimes ask people, it's only a few people that was like, boom, man, it hit me and they went. That doesn't happen usually, okay? My own testimony, November 2nd, 1989, it's been 33 years and eight days, seven days now, okay? That changed my life. I remember that night and somebody prayed for me to receive it and, and it took a while. We kept praying for a while and, and all I could do was uh, da 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 va 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 that, that, that was all I could get out. But it was like, oh my gosh, I have a prayer language. You know, God is real to me. You know, it became real and that was all I had. And, and so I stuck with that, you know. Now I went through a season where it was kind of difficult and it felt like it was me. So, so let, me, let me do this. Let me encourage. For those of you who are interested, okay, you got the advertisement. <laughs> You're ready to buy, <laughs> ready, to, ready to sign up. Um, let, me give you a, let me give you some help. If you've never done this or if you have and it's been a little difficult for you, um, let me give you a couple of, of real, simple, real simple tips. Um, one thing right off the bat, you're going to have to take in some air and make some kind of sound. It will not overtake you. You know, well, I've been waiting for it to happen. Well... Yeah, unfortunately, you're going to have to make some, make some effort. So just, just getting, getting that mindset where you're ready to, ready to pray. And, 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 and what I suggest, and it especially helps if there's a time when you're more sensitive in the Holy Spirit, like worship time. You know, um, you know where I talked about hearing from God, the more further away sometimes, when the closer I hear Him a little better. Wait for a time like worship time. You don't have to be with anybody else around. Nobody has to lay hands on you. You can do this yourself. And just, just ask God for it. And then just start making whatever syllable or sound makes sense. Okay? Do not worry if it's the wrong one. Okay? Because you've got to throw out some of the wrong ones to maybe hit the right one. <laughs> and this is what's kind of is going to kind of happen. You're going you're gonna to be just be throwing out the best syllables you think to, to know, and then, and then some of them are going to feel a little more like, that's the one I need to use. Go with it, okay? Go with that. And if it's just an utter, and if it's just a stutterance, keep that up, okay? And, and that's just probably the simplest thing I want to share maybe to help. Uh, outside of that, I would encourage start talking to people, start talking to others. Like I said, we want to build a culture where we make sure nobody feels bad if he doesn't receive it because trust me, that, you're in the majority if that's you, okay? And, and be open. Just start sharing with others because in that you might be able to dialogue. You might be able to say, hey, pray. They might catch up. How is it coming? Well, it's kind of coming a little slow. Perfectly normal. Perfectly normal. You know, having said that, now we want to just encourage. We want to encourage others, you know, in this place. Get them their prayer language, all right? It's such a powerful thing, okay? Again, we're going to November... 28th, if you want to come, we'll talk more, talk more about that uh, a little bit, but such a powerful version of prayer. Okay, we've getting to, ah, this one's a little different. These are gloves. The topic is holiness and obedience, okay? Psalms 24, 3 through 5, who may ascend the hill of the Lord, who may stand in his holy place, he who has clean hands and a pure heart? who does not lift up his soul to vanity or to an idol, nor swear deceitfully, he will receive blessings from the Lord and righteousness from God, uh, his salvation. 
All right, we wear gloves to keep our hands clean. Okay, that's what it's representing. But holiness and obedience. Now, I forgot to do this before I even started. Um, if you struggle with God's grace and God's love, you need to ignore this right now. <laughs> Anybody out there, okay, if you're worried about, you know, you got to perform right or God's going to be disappointed with you, you just, you just cut this out right now. Listen, I, I am so glad when I became saved, somebody poured into me grace and love. Man, I was so filled up with grace and love. It was so wonderful. I got to a point where I'm like, man, I could stop reading the Bible and never go to church again and not fret a bit over whether God loves me and I'm going to heaven. And you know what? I believe that today. I, I believe that. I believe those words, okay? You've got to be at a point where you do not try to please God and make him pleased with you, okay? That's not this message, okay? Go back and watch every one of those identity messages, seriously. But we know what was really neat. I got saturated with his love, saturated with his grace. That was my foundation. Then I learned this, this lesson. There's an advantage to it. Let me give you another one. 1 Peter 3, 10 through 12. He who would love life and see good days. Okay? Listen, when you hear these words, this is not convictional, it's invitational. Okay? What I mean by that is to say, look, you don't have to walk in holiness, obedience. You're good. You're loved. Okay. Might have a rough life. <laughs> you have a rough life and go to heaven when you die. But there's an invitation. He who would love life and see good days. Let him keep his tongue from evil, his lips from speaking deceit. Let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. Verse 12, for the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their prayers. We're talking about prayer tool. I included this one. It's a little different in that it is not the tool itself, but it applies to prayer. And I've really seen that. I've really seen that. So just a word of encouragement there that you're not getting him to be happy with you, but hey, there's an application there and there's a reason for holiness and obedience. The other topic, though, is obedience. And obedience is obedience to when he tells you something. <laughs> it took me years to realize how vital that was. That example I gave of fasting, I didn't take it seriously. Obedience. When, when, whenever he, if he's nudging you, if, you're, if, you know, if, if, if these lists, one of those kind of piqued your interest and kind of hit home to you, let me tell you, as one who has learned, when God nudges you, it's not a nudge from his end. It's a do this. And it comes across as you should fast, <laughs> you know, pray out loud, you know, make, make some noise, <laughs> pray in agreement. You each, you get a hammer, <laughs> you and your spouse, pray in agreement. These are, are serious, okay? Obedience. This Okay, so that's number six, okay? Number six kind of ties into the last one we're going to talk about. Whew, and I have the other honorable mentions we're going to get to if we can. The last one is a journal. Journal represents journal, <laughs> okay? That tool, that is a tool. It's a symbolic and it is a tool. Journaling. 
Here's my verse reference, okay? Exodus chapter 17, 8 through 14. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but you might remember this one. The Israelites, they came out of the Red Sea. They get into the desert. They're cheering, ah, water from a rock, and then their first battle. And you know what happened on the first battle? The Amalekites came, and God told him, choose some men and go out, go to the top of the hill with your staff. All right? You guys remember what happened? It says, as long as Moses held up his hands, the Israelites were winning. When he lowered his hands, the Amalekites were winning. And we know at the end they won. Verse 8, 14. Listen to this. Then Then the Lord said to Moses, write this on a scroll as something to be remembered. I remember one day I read this. I was like, what, you know? Why'd you do that? (laughs) I have since learned why. God will do something, and he may not do it again for a while. You might not get an encounter for a while. He may do something to teach you something. You need to write that down, okay? Encounters don't happen very often. God encounters don't happen, and there's two kind of things you want to be journaling. God encounters, okay? Man, I... I felt a power, I, I saw healing, I something, some, you know what I mean when I say God encounter, we all should know, something you saw, felt, experienced. It is so good to write that down, okay? You know, because years later you'll be like, you know, what's going on? Is God real? You know, go back and you read those. Like, oh man, I remember that. That was powerful. I think God, he said that for a reason. You may not get a powerful one like that. Write these down. The other topic, I said one is God encounters. The other is message from God. If he, when, he, when he speaks to you, whether you think it's important or not, start logging, okay? And, and when I say journal, I, I want to encourage you, don't journal everything because then you have too much to try to sort through, okay? It's okay to be selective in your journaling. But it's really important. You know, I have a important area in my life, and then Pam have a new important area in her life. These are important. And man, as we've seeking him, every now and then he said, okay, now fast. Okay, I fast. All right, now we got a little bit of nugget. We're, we're journaling that because it is going to help so much. There's going to be times when you're like, man, we're struggling with something. What's going on, you know? And you may go back in journal and say, oh, he told us to, <laughs> he suggested to, okay? That's, that's one reason those are important, okay? I, I think of it this way. Um, God is communicating out in battle, and the further the battle troops get out there, the harder, you know, the message kind of gets out there. And, 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 and sometimes he can't only can get so much message out based on the distance sometimes. Sometimes our lives are like that. Do not interpret a whisper as it's not important. I have learned God's and he is shouting, and it comes down to a little whisper, okay? For whatever reason, God has said he's got a limited bandwidth. If you're a, if you're a nerdy geek or any, any computer science types, you know, we understand bandwidth is like, okay? You know what a limited bandwidth, very limited bandwidth is like a telegraph machine. Anybody know, you know everybody here I think knows what a telegraph machine, some of your youngers might not. It's the tap, 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 dash, 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 dash. That's all you can do is send dots and dashes, you know? In those days, communication was difficult, and you, you took every morsel. We got this message. Okay, let's see what we can do with that. Keep that, okay? That's why I say journaling, 
ad journaling. That might have been your thing. I don't know. That might have been it. That was number seven. Okay. Uh, journaling. Um, okay. I forgot I was going to try to cross things off so I didn't miss everything. I got most of them. I have some honorable mentions that we don't have time, but they're worth mentioning. All right. Prayer tools. Spiritual warfare. All right. Thankfully, that's being covered. Persistence. I could talk a lot on that one. There's verses on that one. Um, praise and thankfulness is a, it can be a form of prayer. Communion and water baptism. Believe it or not, if you're if you're if you have healing, if you need healing, somebody out there, you you might need healing. Do this. Okay, communion cups. I, I don't know if this is me speaking, but I'm just going to say it. There might be somebody out there. You need healing. You can you can order those communion cups. And the, if you want to do a study, I encourage you, do a study on the bread represents the body broken. And there's some verses where, you know, by his wounds we are healed. And I want to encourage you, maybe add communion to, to how you pray. Because you say, okay, I remember your body was broken for me. By your stripes I am healed. And there's been, there was a study we recently read where somebody said use communion as a form of prayer for healing. Water baptism can be the same way. So that was the honorable mentions. Wow, I did it. <laughs> all right, it is seven o'clock. I got through all those. Y'all hung with me only because you felt rude if you got out. I wouldn't feel rude <laughs> if you got out. And I don't know, we might have lost some. I went shorter last time. So he's going to go shut, he's going to go shut that one off. Um, let me, let me just end in prayer, and then, and then we can discuss for those who want to. Heavenly Father, hmm. God, thank you. God, thank you for the message, and thank you for, for this opportunity. Lord, seal this. Seal this in everyone. We just pray that message would go out. We pray that some others online might come get to this message later, no matter how 